Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. My name is Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blog Diaries. So, guys, I so much want to thank you for listening to Blog Diaries. You have made this such an amazing, amazing experience. And so it is an honor to talk to so many different people on this platform of podcasting. So a little bit about my um, journey today and what I'm going to be talking about. It is Inspirational Sunday, and we're going to be talking about dealing with our issues and handling our sugar honey iced tea. A lot of times we don't want to admit that we have issues, right, that no matter how many degrees you have, how many nice cars you drive, how many beautiful homes you have, there is issues that sometimes we neglect to reflect on and then deal with. Because if we deal with those issues, then everybody will know. And sometimes those issues come out loud or they show up without permission. And so then we have to go into another place where we're we have to handle our sugar honey iced tea, right? And so I went over into a little thing of thinking, what is my issues? My issues were a lot. And so a long time ago when my son was going, was in dialysis three times a week, I had met a woman whose daughter was also going through um, dialysis. And she said to me, Tamara, Sometimes you got to just look in the mirror and ask yourself, what are your issues? And then really, really face them. And so taking that time to face my issues scared the crap out of me. It scared me more than anything in the world. And it scared me because those issues were dealing with my insecurities about myself. And so I had to face that my insecurities and my fears and some of my fears were just having friendships like i'm i'm the person and i was talking to um lloyd last night and i told him that sometimes i would back away from that i numb myself from people and when i mean numb i would just literally be like oh okay it's my defense mechanism to say you know what i love you but if you're leaving okay that's nice I could be dying inside, but I'm not going to tell you I'm dying inside, right? I'm not going to, and I'll cry and show those emotions, but I'd be, over the years, you become hardened because when something repeatedly happens, you, you find yourself saying, I'm not going to let them see me at my worst again. I can't because I already know the reaction. And so I had to, I have a defense mechanism. My insecurities of my weight, my insecurities of the fact that I feel like I'm not pretty enough. I didn't take a nice picture. I need to do this. I got a triple chin. My face is fat. Um, I need to work out more. I, you see what I'm saying? Like, so if we're not conquering our issues and dealing with our problems, how, how can we get over insecurity when we won't even face it? How can we get over our fear of being friends with people when we just going under assumptions that they don't like us really and they talking about us when we haven't confronted the issue? How can we deal with our problems when we turning away from them? See, the worst thing that you can do is make make assumptions, right? I can't deal with that. I can't go. 
I'm not going to go to that, that book fair because if I go, they're going to laugh at me because I got this going on with myself. And I'm, I'm a 300-pound woman. I'm just not going. Mm -mm. I can't go because if I go and I face those fears, everybody's going to tell me. Everybody's going to laugh at me. It was so funny because I love Stephen King's Carrie, right? And everything that she says is that everybody's going to laugh at me. Everybody's going to laugh at me. It was her assumptions. It, it was her assumptions that, listen, everybody's going to have some some stuff to say about me because I had these issues with myself. And that's what made her snap. See, she had, she had so many issues dealing with her mother who didn't who kept her sheltered, dealing, dealing with all of the people around her that were bullying her. It's why... You know, in America, crime and shootings in high schools and stuff. Because back in the day, happy days made it cool to be a bully in their own way. You know what I'm saying? That you had to be popular, that you had to have this, and you had to do all of these things. And it created where these kids were going to school. And it's just like I was telling somebody, if you back somebody in a corner and you are pushing them to fight, 95% of my fights I won. Because usually people would back me. I'd be like, listen, I'm angry and I don't want to fight you. And if you keep backing me in the corner, I'm going to tear you up. All right. I'm, I'm going to tear that. And usually because they had backed me in the corner, I mean, I won. And I mean, because I knew I knew how to fight because <laughs> my mama knew how to fight. And I played fight with my brother and I fought with my uncle. So I knew how to fight. Right. So. I had to, <laughs> usually, if I get in a fight, I'm going to win because I was taught to fight by boys and by my uncle and grown men. So I'm going to win, right? And I'm saying that not to be funny, but to be real, because there's a lot of things when you're fighting. There's aggression, there's anger, there's emotion, there's sadness, there's past events that happen in your life. So when you're fighting, you, you let all of that come out. And you putting that on that person's <laughs> behind. And I'm not encouraging anyone to fight. But the reality is, is that when you're not dealing with your issues, when you're not dealing with your problems, when you're not dealing with who you are, like a lot of times we don't deal with who we are because we're scared. I'm petrified. I used to be petrified to face myself, and one day I sat in my room, and I wrote all the things down that was bad about me. I mean, I literally wrote my list like it was Santa Claus, I, like I was Christmas, and Santa Claus was coming to town, and I cried. I was like, oh my God, I'm just such, and then I started to rectify those things that I said to Mara, you got some issues. Clean up your mess, mama. Mama, you got to work on that because... This is not going to make it better. You're going to be stuck. I am 44, 44 and fabulous. And it, it makes no sense that I'm carrying insecurities from the time that I was a child. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to me that I keep saying to myself, and it's not fair to y'all, to keep carrying these, these weights that nobody don't love you, that nobody don't like you, that nobody don't care about you. It don't make any sense for you to keep carrying that weight because it's nothing but a burden. You're birthing problems for yourself. Every time you hold on to insecurities, 
every time you hold on to your fears, every time you hold on to your anger and your sadness, you're birthing pain. You're birthing all of these things and you're holding the sin. And so when it finally comes to when it comes time to give birth, you are just ready to explode. And you're not birthing out the right things. So today I'm asking you to birth out the things that I'm beautiful, that I'm smart, that I got life going go, going great for me, that things are going to come become better. My issues will not hold me back from what I deserve and who I deserve. It makes no sense that we are holding ourselves back because we fear facing ourselves. There's nobody on this God-given green earth that is perfect. There's nobody on this God-given green earth that has solutions. You know, I even had to say to myself, like, you can't let people who disappoint you or make you angry be a barrier. So let me explain something a little bit. Yesterday, I was on my way out, and I got splashed twice. I wasn't caught in the rain. Uh, Listen, everything that could have possibly happened to me yesterday happened. Okay, I got into an argument with my daughter, and and long story short, at the end of the day, my book, my book, Cash and Money, had reached. Well, now it's number five on the bestsellers list. It doesn't matter about all of the storms that are in your life and all of your issues. You're not perfect, but the biggest problem that we have is that we don't face ourselves. We are our biggest obstacle course not our people talking about us not the people stabbing you in your back not the people who hating on you 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 are your biggest obstacle because you just take because sometimes we refuse to look at our issues and deal with them maybe you got some problems maybe you got some barriers maybe you are not perfect but that's okay baby because I promise you not one person Like literally nobody, not even Barack Obama and Michelle Obama don't have an issue or something that they need to work on. So if you're not willing to fix yourself and repair and heal inside, it'll show eventually. I don't care how how pretty you are. I don't care what kind of car you have. I don't care how many diamonds you wear and how much you are the boss and how you look nice. It It will reveal itself. Because, see, what's broken within always comes out. I'm going to say that again. What's broken in within will always come out. And don't nobody got to tell you you got problems. Don't nobody got to tell you that you don't, that your, your shit don't stink. Because it does. If you ate, you, if you ate some junk, your poo-poo going to smell poo-poo. So, guys, I'm saying this to you because... Once you come to the, once you be, once you, uh, tongue-tied this morning, once you decide to fix what is wrong within you, it will repair itself. You'll, and I'm going to tell you why it will repair itself, because you'll work on it. Oh, I can't do that anymore, because what I used to do um, doesn't work anymore. I got to be more transparent with myself and others, because no matter how many times I try to hide who I am, somewhere along the lines it comes to surface. In order for our miracles to happen, we got to create a brand new you. 
I had to create a brand new me and I have to work on that brand new me every day so that old habits and insecurities and fears and lack of confidence and all of those things don't take over. Another thing, please folks, and I learned this yesterday, sometimes the only way to get a person that doesn't like you mad is to show that you're happy. Somebody will dislike you for some stuff that you ain't even got nothing to do with. And that's fine with me. You can't get mad. I've had that happen so many times. And that's why I've learned to distance myself from certain situations. Because um, people will generally not like you for whatever reason. Or dislike you because somebody else dislikes you. All you need to be and all you need to do. And sometimes they will dislike you because of, and let's be real, your actions. Because it's a three, it's a, it's a, it's a three, it goes three ways, maybe four, <laughs> but three ways I know for sure. People dislike you because of what they, for, for whatever perception they have of you. People dislike you because of what you did to them. <laughs> Let's keep that real. And people dislike you because of a behavior that you, a behavior. And lastly, it's actually four. They dislike you because somebody else dislikes you. Well, I don't like her because my mama don't like her, and my aunt don't like her, and my cousin don't like her. You can't take on any person's bad. You can't dislike somebody because of their bad things. See, that's an issue. See, we have to deal with our issues. Sometimes we have to atone for our bad behavior. And I don't care if that bad behavior happened 10 years ago. And I don't care if he was a bully 10 years ago. That person that you bullied to and you never apologized to, they kept that. If you would sit up there talking about that person and you was picking on them, if you lied to that person and you lied to several people, those things will come back around. And I'm saying that because everything that I'm speaking to you about, I have dealt with on another level, on all of those levels. Take, listen, you have to atone. I was reading a book and was talking about dealing with the crisis. You have to acknowledge it. Right. So in dealing with your issues, the first thing you need to do is acknowledge it. Listen, I said that I did that. I didn't. I wasn't right. Next, you got to atone for your sins. Atone for it. Apologize, folks. Apologize. Act on it. Apologize and act on it because you're not always right. In this world today, folks fight so hard to be right. Even when it's wrong. Folks fight so hard to be right about everything. Now my, my shit don't stay. It don't stay at all. You know, I ate 17 tacos, a burrito with 17 different types of beans. But no, my shit don't stay. Yes, it's toxic. People are dying in front of you right, as you speak. When you walk up past the bathroom, you have the bathroom is towards the kitchen. And everyone that walks in the kitchen and upstairs and around the corner have passed out from your toxic shit. Sometimes you have to just take ownership. And I had to take ownership for all of the stuff that I did. I had to fix it. And it's still a process. I didn't tell y'all it was easy. Nothing I do coming out of my blah is easy. Coming out of my broke was, was the, most, the most painful experience. Because sometimes you got to sit there and look at the fact that I wasn't a very good person in certain things. That I have some stuff to fix. I had to call a friend yesterday because 
I hadn't called her in months. I just said, I'm going to be honest. I call, sometimes I don't call friends for months. I don't call people, right? And I had to atone for the fact that I wasn't a good friend. So I said it. I called. I said, listen, I'm so sorry. I have not been a good friend. I have, And I have been busy. But it's not an excuse. It's, 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 it's just straight lack of neglect. And I know better. Right? And I, and I have to call, you know, and I'll be calling a few of my friends that I have not spoken to. Because I get wrapped up in work so much that I forget about the fact that I need pleasure. I get the... Um, I forget about the fact that I need to have fun. I was, you know, so wrapped up yesterday and everything with my daughter and trying to rush to make to a play and, 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 and got splashed with water. And I just turned around and said, I'm going home because I was so angry. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. I'm just telling you that, you know, sometimes we have to atone for the things that we do. We have to fix ourselves. We can't go forward. So people focus so hard on making things right that things go wrong and it's okay to be wrong. I've I've realized that a while ago and it's okay to say that this this was not good for me and I made a mistake because I I, I learned so much from my wrongs more than being right. So let me say that again. I've learned so much from being wrong versus being right. Now, I like being right now. Everybody like being right. But in my wrong, I've learned so much because I learned the cause and effect of it. I learned what caused the wrong and I learned the effect of it. See, everything has a side effect. And so when I learned the side effect of that, that wrong, I could t- atone from it. I could change the behavior. See, when you write, you really can't see the wrong because you already see, girl, I was right. I was right. Um, yesterday, you know, every time Lloyd calls me at 9 o'clock at night um, because I, I need that voice and I need his um, encouragement and empowerment and I need it because sometimes... It, and every time he would call me, I would be, I would listen to him, but I was, I was typing and I'm working and working on a project. And he said, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm working. And then I realized I was wrong for that because that's his time. He can't call me like normal. <laughs> he can't call me like normal people. And then I apologize. I said, you know, Lloyd, I'm so sorry for working through your half an hour. Um, that's your time. And so we have to be able to say, we're wrong, so we can be right. See, in, in the process of wrong, if you, you notice the bad behavior, if you learn learn your actions, you can fix that. Um, I love the statement that Al Sharpton, even Al Sharpton said, there's truth in criticism. There is truth in criticism. It may not be what you want to hear, but in dealing with your issues, sometimes in the criticism that you hear, and it's a repeat verse, you need to fix that. Dealing with your sugar, honey, iced tea, your shit. I love that word. (laughs) I I like to curse. I talked about that. 
I can't listen. I have been celibate for going on long, long 11 years, 12, almost going on 12. I don't uh, drink rarely, but rarely. I don't have, uh, I don't smoke cigarettes or any other thing. I don't do drugs or nothing like that. I don't even hang out very much at all. I work, 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 work. And so cursing, I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it feels good. And so even that, I have to work on poly. I know how to control it. I know not to do it when I'm with, you know, executives and stuff like that. But believe me, I like to curse. And that's something that I'm working on. I'm working on having a better language. Um, and I knew it was wrong because my son was, Isaiah was picking up and doing the same thing. So I had to really check myself before I wreck myself. So I could yell at him. But sometimes those teenagers, boy, they'll make you curse. I'm telling you. Living in a house, I think I would, I just told a friend that, that I would rather live with five babies crying at one time than teenagers. Seriously. I'm not even ashamed about it. Whew, I'd rather live with five babies crying at the same time than five teenagers. Period. And you know, everybody's teenager is different, but I, I was just I've just been challenged and I whew, yeah, I've been challenged. So guys, you know, we we have to stay in a place of of reflection of ourselves so that we can rebuild ourselves so that we can become better um and this sunday i am doing some work but i'm not doing a lot of work i have to work on this book for um, a person but i'm not gonna go crazy and just i'm gonna read a book today i'm, I'm excited about reading this um manuscript i can't wait um i am number five on kindle so guys here's what's going on Cash and money is free this weekend, which which has made me number five, which is amazing because I've done the free promo on Amazon and I've never reached anything but like 111. So I am just like, I want to cry, right? And I, I want to be all emotional, but that means a lot to me. And I've heard so many authors talk about, well, when you give your book for free, it doesn't mean anything because it does mean something. And I'm going to tell you why. People still, with your book being free, have the option not to download your... Sh they don't have the... They have the option not to download your book. And I know because I think with Fat Girl Vigilante, I was like, maybe I got to like 99. Uh, with some of the other books I got to, I think, with Gatekeepers of Secrets, I got up all the way to 111. Yeah, so... Cash and money actually is at number five. And so I that makes me a best-selling author in the free department. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because I got the title. And the title is important because I really didn't do a lot of promotion. Um, my family promoted this book for me, um, and which means the world to me. My family promoted my book and so that means more to me than anything thank you to my brother i love you he put it on his instagram where it is always popping he put it in his groups um thank you i love you um my sis my, my not my sister but my daughters shared it on their page thank you instagram my instagram blogger friends all promoted and and, and pushed this book to be out there and so the next step is to get people to leave a review and so i'll challenge people in my newsletters i'll challenge people okay now that you have the book for free 
you know, it's, it's smart. It's, it's marketing. Um, give me a review. I'm going to be all holding um, and, and pushing them to give me a review. So, guys, you know, it's, 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 it's hard that when you give your book for free because you want to make the money, but you want the experience. And I'm okay to lose something to gain a lot. And that's what really, every, within everything in our lives, don't be afraid to be wrong. Right. And in the process of dealing with our issues, it's okay to be wrong because in your wrong, it's so it's okay to be wrong if you learn the lesson from it. It's not okay to be wrong if you allow if you allow yourself to keep repeating the same bad behavior. I, I say that to my children all the time, that the worst thing that you can do that a lot of times they don't realize that they create insanity. Because they do the same bad behavior over and over and over again. Right? They don't change anything. So, guys, I put on some music. I have Spotify, which I realized, didn't realize I had Spotify. And see why I love this radio station already. I can add my Spotify page and add music. So you guys get to listen to Alicia Keys' brand new me. Because in the process of in my blog is I'm becoming a brand new person. Me sharing with you every day is so that I can open up doors and opportunities to heal a heart, a mind, and a soul. It's not about telling you what you're doing wrong because... I don't have the expertise or permission, right, to check anybody if I got some stuff going on in my whole circumference and stuff, right? I got stuff going wrong in my circle of Tamara. So Tamara can't go and say, well, girl, you wrong. But what I can do is share with you my life experiences, my things and my blah, which is my broke, lonely, angry, and horny, and, and hopefully help you to heal your heart, your mind, and your spirit. See, we, we can't heal if we don't want, we don't, we refuse to learn. I'm going to say that again. We can't heal if we refuse to learn. Right? We, we can't come, become better people if we're just sitting in a position of saying, I am a hot mess. You're not a hot mess. You're not a hot mess at all. It just means that you, in the process of growing and becoming a better person, you made some oops upside your head. You didn't have some boobles and you didn't, through the process of becoming an adult, in the process of becoming a child, and a process of being just human, you, you fell. I love that song by Donnie McClurkin, We All Fall Down But We Get Back Up. Everybody has hit the bottom in their own retrospect, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in your life, whether it's in love. Just because you are rich and this it drives and you you're rich, you have a nice home, you have a nice car, you have everything that you possibly have worked hard for. That does not mean that you do not have faults and failures. It doesn't mean that that. You you are you were born without faults. You can have all of those nice things and still have issues and still need to deal with your sugar honey iced tea. 
It doesn't make you special. It just makes you worth wealthy. That's it. Just because you have a name in the community, you have a name as a star celebrity, you are driving a Lamborghini, it doesn't make you a good person. Because good people know that they have issues. Good people know that their allergies are kicking their butt. I'm telling y'all my story right now. She needs to get off this live because she gonna sneeze. It's, it's gonna be horrible. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. My name is Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publisher, consultant, and the host of Blah Diaries: Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny. It is such a pleasure to talk to you, and I wish you a happy Sunday and a beautiful beginning of the week. Remember, deal with your issues, conquer your sugar honey iced tea, and be super, super amazing. Bye-bye.